This episode is brought to you by ArcLab. ArcLab empowers your organization to improve your workforce performance through just-in-time, easily author and distribute training and digital SOP modules to your deskless workforce. Anytime, anywhere, in any languages. Listeners to my pod get 10% off learning design services. Simply go to artlab.io slash adriantan to claim this special offer today. Hi, I'm Adrian Tan, and this is my podcast where I deep dive into matters surrounding HR tech and the future of work. I was a former HR serial entrepreneur and write extensively about the future of work on my blog. You may know me better through the Singapore HR tech market map that I created in 2017. In this podcast, I speak with the people who are enabling the future of work. From mindfulness coach to employee engagement platform, they are all helping companies to better navigate rising work and business demands. I'm hoping that sharing in this podcast will help you better prepare yourself and your business for what the future of work may bring. My guest today is Arun Sandal. He is currently the Chief Marketing Officer at Entomo. Entomo is a modern performance management software built for the future of work. Powering 30 million plus users, Entomo enables enterprises of tomorrow to drive performance by aligning goals and nudging actionable insights to distributed and remote teams. In his personal capacity, Arun is an eminent champion and commentator on the trending subjects of leadership and enterprises of the future and technologies for people including analytics and AI. Hey Arun, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Thank you, Adrian. A pleasure to be here. I'd like to start off by understanding more about the company Entomo. I understand it's a new name. Is there a meaning behind the word? Thank you for asking that question. So Entomo stands for Enterprise of Tomorrow, a topic which is extremely important uh, given the days that we live in. So the traditional enterprises, the very construct of work, workspaces, and who does the work has completely changed, which essentially means that uh, the enterprises of the past and many of the enterprises of today will perish to perish or evolve as they move to tomorrow. So enterprise of tomorrow is a concept which we staunchly believe in and uh, the reality around us uh, proving that concept is true. And as Entomo, we are true partners to enterprises to evolve into their tomorrow. That's why we call ourselves enterprise tomorrow, a short form of which is Entomo. And traditionally we were used, we used to call ourselves KPA soft and today we are Entomo. And for people who may not be familiar with KPI Soft as well, could you just help us to understand very quickly what exactly do you cover? Sure. So we are in the employee engagement space as what we do. And uh, the outcome of what we do is driving enterprise performance as well as talent development. So let me explain that a little further. So employee engagement is very key and is seen as a, a, a tenet which organizations focus on. Same way with performance, same way with talent development. However, the reality is that all three are tied to each other. One feeds the other. So what we do is we drive employee engagement and which in turn drives employee performance and talent development. And we do that by leveraging nudges, by leveraging insights and ensuring goal cascading. And a very customized nudge is given to every employee in the context of their performance and the context of their talent development, which in turn drives engagement, performance, and talent development. And that's what we do. And we are proudly powering 30 million users worldwide, which includes large fortune companies, as well as uh, very large Asian conglomerates and businesses. 
So maybe we can also take a step back, obviously pinpoint what exactly are the frictions or the kind of failure that is inbuilt into the traditional way people actually conduct the performance management. So the traditional ways of conducting performance management, the traditional way of driving talent development and the traditional way of uh, ensuring employee engagement does not work anymore. The reason is very simple because they're traditional. The world of work has completely changed and it is going to change even further. We are sitting at a point in time where we, the conversation is revolving around great resignations, purpose-built, purpose-led organizations and hybrid workforce and even gig economies and robots doing the work. The very idea of waking up in the morning, getting ready and going to work and coming back and during the work hours, your manager and your team are the ones who form your world and they are the ones who help you to do your work and deliver your work and ensure that you do your work and also who help you to develop your skills and talent, those days are gone. Now, when given that those days are gone and the world is completely digital and the employees are digital natives, driving their performance, driving their talent development and driving their engagement requires a completely different approach. And that's where again, I personally very strongly believe that most organizations whom we see around today will need to change the way they drive their performance, talent development and engagement. And that's where we come in and that's where technologies like augmented analytics and contextual nudges and gold cascading and enterprise social graph ensuring that the organization, even though people are spread across continents, are functioning as one unit comes in. And that's what Entomode does. So based on your very comprehensive understanding of how the traditional performance management methodology or system work, could you give an example of one of the most ridiculous attributes of the traditional system that just to be thrown away or to be extinct to the age of the dinosaur. So the traditional performance managements are a system of record, while they should ideally be a system of engagement. So let me explain that. By system of record, a traditional performance management system, what it does is at the beginning of the year or the beginning of a particular time period, the goals are written down in the system and these goals are typically specific to an individual. And after that, after a particular time period, with the assumption that the world is going to remain the same, the employee is going to remain the same, the employee's focus is going to remain the same, the strategy of the company is going to remain the same, it is reviewed after a time period of three months, six months, or one year. By that time, the world has changed. And the system of record has done absolutely nothing to help the employee achieve his or her goals. That, to me, is, we means that a performance management system is not managing performance it is just a system of record which is used to review at the end of a particular time period if the goal has been achieved or not. Where they fail is, first, there is no goal, cas- goal cascading. An organization at the end of the day is nothing but a collection of people with a common agenda and an objective. And each of them are taking care of their own bits and pieces in collaboration with the larger piece to achieve the larger objective. Now, if that is the case, Shouldn't the goal of an employee be a derivative of the goals of the people who are in the hierarchy above him and be cascaded to the people below him in the hierarchy as well as attached to the people who are peers to him? Let me take an example. For example, if a sales leader is is supposed to, if the CEO is uh, supposed to achieve a 50% growth in revenue, it needs to get cascaded to the sales leaders. The sales leaders will in turn cascade that down 
to the sellers. But that doesn't, it doesn't stop there. To achieve those numbers, you require the solutions team to work along. You require the recruitment team to ensure that the right uh, talent is hired. So the goals has to be shared and cascaded. A performance management system does not do that traditionally. Ideally, a performance management should, system should ensure goal alignment, which is above, below, and at the same layer. The second thing is that it, it should not only just have the performance, have the goals cascaded, it should also help each and every individual in an organization achieve, the, achieve his, his or her goals. That is when it really becomes a performance management system which aids in achieving the performance. Traditional performance management systems do not do any of these things. They are system of record. But where and what organizations need is a system of engagement which will ensure that these, performance, these goals are cascaded and the system talks to him or her and helps him or her to achieve one's objective. To the extent that in the world of hybrid work, a performance management system ideally should take over the job of a coach to give insights and nudges at the right time for every employee so that their behavior changes to performance behavior. And that's where the large gap is and that's where the biggest opportunities for organizations and technology partners like us comes. I love the fucking way that you capture it where traditional performance management system is actually uh, a, a record, a system record and, and nothing beyond that. Because I would imagine in a scenario of last year, when you would have in a traditional setting where you have set your goals, everything, the full year goals in the early part of last year, only for pandemic to come in and through everything haywire, your system would actually not be able to catch up. You're still working towards the same goals, the same things that you have set up and it doesn't cater for whatever changes that would happen, especially for unforeseen circumstances. So that captured it well. And also to get a better understanding that it is really more about engagement. And of course, uh, we are looking at how the current way of things can be done to engage the people. But maybe we can also to continue our discussion on the traditional way just to give people a better sense. That also means that the traditional system actually not just discourage engagement, but actually deter engagement. Could you elaborate more on that? That's right. So that's a very interesting perspective that you have. End of the day, the tools that an organization deploys for its people should serve the people first and organization next. But today it is the other way around. A tool is supposed to be serving the organization and people are supposed to go on, do their jobs and achieve their goals. It should be transitive. And that's where performance management systems have traditionally failed. A performance management system is seen as a tracking tool of an organization. A CRM system is seen as the tracking tool of the organization. These are not tools which are designed to help the, uh, the employee achieve his or her goals, which essentially means that a tool which is used to track reduces engagement. But if the same tool becomes a tool which is helping or aiding the employees to achieve their goals, whether it is hard goals, soft goals, wellness goals, whatever it is, Eventually, the engagement starts increasing and engagement is a day-to-day -day affair. So that is where all talent development tools, all performance management tools have a wonderful opportunity today to, to turn themselves on their head and start looking at how can I help the employees achieve their goals, whether it is their personal goals, professional goals, wellness goals, anything for that matter. So that change is profound and we are very proud to be leading that change. So here, for example, in the performance management system, which we use, 
as I at the start mentioned, we are an engagement platform. We call ourselves an engagement platform because our our users users are super excited to log into the platform, see where they where they stand on their goal achievement, what is the real impact that they are creating to the larger organizations, what are the top announcements which are happening, and the platform starts speaking to them and tells them that Arun, actually, you know what? This is have you considered this option of speaking to your team member in Japan who has not taken a leave for the last two months? Maybe she is going through a burnout issue, or have you spoken to your salesperson in Australia who recently closed a deal at a margin numbers which is lower than your target? So probably you might want to coach him or her so that they know how to ensure that these margin considerations are done during deals. Wouldn't I be engaged to to with the platform and eventually? Wouldn't I be engaged with these two employees whom I had given in the example to have conversations and interactions with the context? Engagement is not about going out for coffee with your colleagues. Engagement is about a common objective where you have the spirit of belonging to that objective and a camaraderie to solve that together. That's what a platform should ideally be driving to drive engagement, and in turn, performance and talent development will purely be a byproduct. Very well captured. Although I will also appreciate the coffee to be thrown in. The other thing that I like to understand is with all this talk about how we are moving ahead and this looking into the new ways of doing performance management, I do understand that the huge dose of implementing and putting in things like AI as well as applying behavioral science to help in pushing this forward. How has that been helpful in trying to drive a new way of performance management? How does that actually help common organizations as well as the employees within the organizations to better at their work? So, for a, any system, whether it is a, a talent development system or a performance management system or an engagement platform, to be delivering value to the most complicated creation in the whole world, which is human beings, they should be intelligent. They should be contextual, and that's where. Obviously, AI and behavioral sciences come in. So let me delve upon these two a little deeper. AI is what actually gives more context to the conversation that the technology has with the user. For a technology to help the user, technology needs to have the context. A performance management system to help Arun, or a talent development system to help Arun, should understand what are the goals that Arun is working for. What is Arun's personal goal, or what is Arun's career goal, or what is Arun's professional goal? Once the system understands these two, the system has a context. Second is in that context, if the system leverages data and converts them into insights and starts speaking to Arun, that's where the real value comes. That's where AI comes. That answers the first part of the question. But that does not mean that Arun will consume it. Because human beings are creatures of their own habit, the way Arun consumes data and insights, when Arun comes consumes data and insight, and what kind of data and insight actually nudges Arun to take an action versus just consuming information, differs with say an Adrian. The way Adrian consumes data and insight may be more text. Arun is Arun. Arun wants to see things more visually. Or the nudges to Arun may be good if it comes at nine a.m. in the morning for Adrian. Maybe second half of the day is where. He is more action driven, while morning he is more contemplative. That's where behavioral science comes in. So a system becomes competent to advise and help people when it has intelligence. Where that's where AI comes in, and it has the camaraderie to ensure that it creates a real impact. And constantly the impact keeps improving is where behavioral science comes. In. So Entomo as a as a platform 
drives engagement performance as well as talent development by using all these facets. And Endeavor is not alone in this journey. There are a lot of organizations which have started doing that. But proudly, we were one of the pioneers who were doing that. And we have, and because of that, we have seen how some large organizations who are behemoths, who thought that changing is hard, really changed. And the impact is... And when we talk about, of course, putting in AI, AI obviously has to learn from a data set to begin with. And given the kind of data set that you've been learning, would it be safe to look, is it okay to look at how the data set would be trained in a different manner. For example, if would it actually mean a bit of difference for a company in the F&B space versus in the logistics space? Are, are there common aspects that it can look at as well as any unique attributes which may not make sense across different industries? Would such things happen? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So oh, one of the, and I would like to quote uh, a particular uh, research that we did at Endomo last year. So, so we went around and spoke to a lot of our customers and prospects and asked them about various uh, talent development practices and performance management practices and employee engagement practices that they have in their industry. One thing which very clearly came out was that today performance management, talent development and employee engagement is seen as industry and regional agnostic. But that's a very immature stance because we are talking about people here. People are different and they, now those differences are much more deeper and, and stronger by industry and by region, which means that the way you approach a performance management or talent development or employee engagement needs to change based on the nuances of industry, nuances of region, nuances of age group. But today, it is not done. And humanly doing is impossible. So that's where technology comes in. So there, I would like to answer the first part of your question, which is a very interesting question to me because uh, it's hard uh, these days to see people even talking about what you just asked, which is about the kind of data set that is required to even make a system intelligent. Because we are living in an age where every technology claims that it has an AI, but intelligence comes from data. So where does that data coming from? So there are two parts to it. So one is that sometimes data does not need to be big data. At, on, on, if you were to observe the behavior of an individual for a continuous 100 days, the, repeat, the next 100 days broadly will be 60 to 70% repetition, which means that the system, if deployed for three months itself, can start doing some meaningful insights for an individual. It can never be accurate. It's like you spending three months with a friend and the next three months, you have a much better idea than what you knew her or him in the first three months. The second part is about the leverage of existing data in the sense there are a lot of open data platforms. There is a lot of data collection, assimilation, and assortation, which has happened in the past two decades. If you were to leverage that, the external data structures, the external data sets, even LinkedIn could be an external data set to look at talent development. What kind of career paths have people taken the last 10 years for a particular profile? That's a static data set, but if you can collect that and assimilate and analyze that, right, from a skills perspective, from a talent development perspective, from an engagement perspective, from a behavior perspective, there's tremendous insight that you can derive out of it. That itself can serve as a starting point. But having said that, Adrian, you're absolutely right. This is a starting point, but as it emerges, you need to diversify across industries, across regions, across age groups, across genders. 
that is when the real personalization comes in. And well, a lot of people would also typically look at performance management and then try to look at aspect of talent management as well. I think sometimes I also get confused. Maybe could you, could you help us to understand what's the key difference between talent management and performance management and also the area that they overlap? And uh, for companies that actually looking at trying to improve engagement, improve performance, should they just gravitate towards one or should, is it just something that they have to do in tandem? So, so let me explain that with a very simple premise, right? So without any complicated words. So uh, when Arun goes to work, the performance management is about ensuring that Arun's goals is first of all tied to the larger goals of the organization and Arun is empowered to achieve those goals. That is, the, that is performance management. Now, talent development is a little personal and emotive as well, meaning Arun has a career goal as well. And the organization also wants Arun to grow in terms of his skills. Identifying the intersection of Arun's personal career goal development and the organization's skill requirement in the future is where talent development lies. The interesting part is one feeds the other. And below, or below these two, as an underlying layer, is where the employee engagement is. Because without engagement, an, an employee will not be bothered about his performance, will not be able to achieve his performance, and will not even be thinking about a career development in the same organization. But if you were to start feeding an employee with the resources that he or she requires to develop as a professional, which is talent development, to develop skills and do the right things to achieve the goals, which is performance management, engagement will become a byproduct. It could be the other way around as well. If an engaged employee will automatically look around and start asking, how can I deliver? How can I perform better? How can I develop more in my, in my career in the same organization? One feeds the other. But it is today seen as siloed. But it, technology is the answer where all these things will intersect together and data is the fuel which will drive all these three together. Thank you so much for that elaboration. So as we move forward into 2022, what's next for Entomo? What do we expect to see in the coming year? So the last 18 months has been super interesting for us. Right? So we were, we were, as 2019 was coming to an end, we sat back and we thought, what's 2020 going to be? And uh, 2020 was an year of acceleration for us, right? As per our plan and COVID hit. <clears throat> It changed the dynamics of the way in which we were doing business. However, we learned a lesson. The lesson is that agility is all that matters. So we did two things without even knowing or using the word agility when we were deciding to do these two things. The first is that we shifted from the traditional model of running the business to the digital model. It was not a strategy. It was a survival instinct because that's what we had to do. And today that is the fastest growing business line for us marketing, selling, and enabling digitally. We have even have customers in distant parts of the world where none of our employees would have ever traveled in our life till date. But those customers have bought from us, heard about us digitally, bought from us digitally, have been enabled digitally. So digital business is the first which we planted in 2022, which is growing very fast. The second thing which we did was that at the time of this humanitarian crisis, we looked at how we could repurpose our platform to help governments do 
contact tracing or their fight against the pandemic. And we did that for government of Malaysia and the government of UAE. So today, all of you, Malaysia's contact tracing is done using our platform. How do we do that? Again, the same fundamentals of what we spoke, because it is again about measuring, again about informing, again about driving behaviors. We do that by using nudges, by insights, by tracking, and by ensuring that the numbers are cascaded across. And eventually, we have rolled out vaccination management systems and multiple technologies on top of this, top of this fundamental layer which I spoke about. And what we take pride in that is that there's a mushrooming of SaaS players, but cooking for 10 people is different from cooking for a feast. SaaS players should actually be technologically ready to be population grade. We proved in the last year that we are population grade, 13 million users on our platform. And that's what happened last year. Now, your question was about what is in future. The future is to sustain this moment of growth, momentum of growth itself. Because we multiplied our revenues and number of users in the last 18 months. We launched a new business line. And this and going forward, we are planning to expand into new geographies, both organically and inorganically. You will see some announcements soon. And while doing all these things, being true to the spirit of being a partner to the enterprise of tomorrow. And that's the reason why we call us. And that's going to be the key thing in 2022 and beyond. And for people who are keen to learn more about yourself, as well as Entomo, where can they start? So you can find out more information about us on entomo.co. And I would be glad to receive any emails or any, any messages from any of the audience on this directly on LinkedIn or otherwise. And I'll be glad to have a conversation with them and learn from them as well as share our insights. All this will be added into the show notes and I hope everyone enjoyed our discussion today. Thank you everyone so much for your time today. Lovely speaking with you. Thank you, Adrian. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to the podcast. You can refer to the show notes for links to more information about our guests and their businesses. If you enjoyed this podcast, it will be helpful to give a review on iTunes or follow me on Spotify. If you are using Overcast, please hit the star button under the episode. That will help get this episode and podcast out to more people who may find it useful. I'll see you in the next episode of The Agent Han Show.